Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, and Lucy Freeman. Where's everyone else? Oh, and oh, he's, he's in the kitchen, actually. Hello, <laughs> I'm waving at Sorry. him. Sorry, uh, Mr. Newby in the kitchen, <laughs> and fabulous Febreze. Oh, God, dread to think where he is. And Jeff Thomas. And Jeff, oh, sorry, oh. him as well. Yeah, I know. Your kitchen's crowded, it's Lucy. rammed. Plus people being shown round and oh my God. Nick Berry, but that's another story. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. Not the real world, (gasps) in Ambridge. Yes, because we we are aware that the Queen died. Uh, You may have heard. Past, past. Past. You're not allowed to say died anymore. Aren't you? Oh, no one says it anymore. Everyone said past. The passing of the Queen. You know, I, honestly, I that haven't sounds heard... sounds like she's a... driven by you, waving. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to get into disrespectful territory because no. I, was, I was actually genuinely upset. Tilly she... said, it's like, it's like a relative or something. It is, she said, it is. She said, I don't, you know, she's, she's sort of been there. I haven't, you know, sort of... Met her. Yeah, met her or anything, but she said she's sort of just been there the whole time. Yeah, it was a bit of a shock, wasn't it? Like a wall falling down or something. Mm. Or, no, I, I, was, I was a bit shook up and then wanted to listen to the archers again. Yes. But, um, so thanks, BBC Sounds, for having it on fleetingly. Yes. And, uh, but, but we do, we obviously, oh God, we haven't got a formal bit like no. anyone else. But we like the Queen. Best of a bad bunch, I say. Well done, Queen. Sorry you've died. Well, we are sorry because oh, I quite like the new print, the new what's his name, King Charles. Yes, King Charles Spaniel. Yes. Quite liked his uh, quite liked his speech. Lucy found it quite. Did he speak? What he, did he say? He did a speech. You can listen to it on BBC Sounds. Oh, it was quite okay. rousing. I oh, thought. Okay. And then he actually had a really sweet bit at the end, which was about um, angels fleeing his mother to after her passing to a. Um, you know, to heaven or something like that. Oh. Or something quite nice. Oh. Yeah, it was actually quite moving. Good. Well, well done, everybody. But, um, yeah, shout out to... Uh, <laughs> sending our best to all. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why can't we be more professional like all the other brands that have mentioned it in quite a considered way? I know. I just said to Harriet that uh, before we the process, <laughs> I just had an email from Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> telling me what their plans were to commemorate the death of the Queen. And I wasn't quite sure why they were telling me, really, because I don't have a lot to do with Marks and Spencer's on a daily basis. And what... Would it be okay if... <laughs> Just wanted to run it by you before. We're definitely not shutting our shops. No, we're only it. having black bras and knickers on display. 
my god can you imagine if they dress the mannequins up in the window in mourning yeah well it's a bit annoying that football matches were cancelled because now my children have become republicans overnight Mm, right (laughs) they just can't get their heads up they're only little they want to go to the football they've been really looking forward to the match and they just don't get it why saying, does why does she mind if we play more if we watch football? I know. Well, and play and my boys' match was cancelled this morning because it's all FA associated. Uh, but I think um, I think she wouldn't want kids not to be playing football today. No, I don't think she'd want that. But it's all protocol, isn't it? And and yes. I assume this is the last time this amount of um, protocol will will happen. I mean, you know, it's a good thing we don't record our podcast on a Friday. We couldn't have done it on the Friday, Lucy. No. What do you mean the last time that we'll have this much protocol? Well, when Charles goes, I don't think that... I think they'll be rolling news for a day and then I think they'll probably play the Archers. Really? Yeah, I don't... I think think people by Sunday are going to go, um, is it okay if we just sort of go back to normal news and telly now? My son completely misunderstood and thought the 10 days of mourning meant 10 days off school. So he was like, yes! And we said, no! No, 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 no. Au contraire, Mr. You are. Go, yeah, exactly. And that would be a bank holiday. It's not a pandemic. And it's a Monday when you don't even have any lessons. So there we go. So get on with it. Oh, no. Has he got no no silver lining? Yes, he did. He did look a little bit (laughs) saggy after we'd broken it to him. But anyway. Well, I mean, is it 10 days? But who mourns for 10 days apart from the family? I don't know. I've no idea. I mean, because I thought the BBC, it might be, you know, just rolling news for a week. But it's only till Sunday, I think. Mm. I don't mind it. how much more can they say? Well, they haven't had every single celebrity on yet. Yet. Rufus said, by Sunday night, it'll be Debbie McGee yeah. doing her <laughs> anecdotes. I mean, anyone who's met the Queen yeah. now is basically allowed on, yeah. aren't they? I yeah. met Prince Charles. I should be allowed to say yes. something. What would you like I, to say, I, Harriet? I, um, I gave him a whiskey. Did you? Yeah. It was at the Scottish... It was at the, par- it was at the opening of the Scottish Parliament. And oh. he was there at a party and I was high-class waitressing. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and I had to give him his drink. Ah. Yeah, it was quite an honour, Lucy. And he said, thank you. And I said, it's okay. <laughs> Love and you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> walked away like Liz Truss walked towards him. <laughs> Just with my shoulders hunched. Not really knowing how to walk, whether I should be backing off. Or which, so I sort of went sideways. <laughs> <laughs> who is that woman who walks like a crab? <laughs> Why is she doing that? There's something wrong with her. She's a student at Edinburgh. <laughs> yes. She's a high-class waitress. No, he didn't say that. I know. I, I like Charles. Yeah. Mm. Let's see what happens. Well, I mean, nothing I will, will happen, really, won't it? No. I am uh, eternally grateful for one thing from the Queen, which oh, yeah. she managed to uh, prevent Boris Johnson having his Churchill moment. Yes. By dying... Just after he'd gone. Ha, oh ha, 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 ha. She, I think she did that deliberately, yeah. actually. Yeah. It feels like I'm she hanging on waited. until Thursday. When is he definitely gone? Okay, I'm I off then. man out of the limelight. Yeah. Because actually it would have been, he would have absolutely he would, just yes. loved it, wouldn't yeah. he? Because yeah. he did do a brilliant speech, I thought. But he would have just lapped up yeah. the attention. Yeah. 
and for, and everything else would have been forgotten. Well, yeah. for him anyway. Mm. No, I'm so glad. Yes. So glad. I genuinely well think done, she did queen. that for us. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, love her. But, you know, great innings, fantastic life. So good for her. Yes. Right. Okay, so... <laughs> What happened? <laughs> I can't believe they they didn't manage because you would have thought they would I know. have recorded. Yeah. Oh, you know. Um, My friend Horatia terrible. and I were trying to work out how they were going to drop it in. She said, "Do you think we're going to say something like, oh, Pip, why the long face? Well, I've just heard the news. Surely <laughs> they could have recorded that no, you'd think, months ago well, because you'd, you know. yes, you'd think they'd have had it in the archive for at least yes. five years. Yeah. And then, but I guess the trouble Unless is... Unless it was Kathy that said it. Exactly. <laughs> How do you put it in, in the context yeah. of what's going on? So yeah. Jolene would have been like, yeah, anyway, after I do those posters, I, I'm going to go down to the church and say a prayer for yeah. Her Majesty or something. But it would have just what, been Jezza? odd. Do you I'm as worried about Chelsea as I am worried about the Queen. <laughs> and now the Queen's died. <laughs> oh, past, sorry, past. <sighs> anyway... Oh, well, so much for us trying to do that respectfully. Anyway. Yeah, so, so, well, now I feel bad. Do you think we don't need to cut it? Do you think no, we, we don't no. need to cut okay. it. Okay. And I'm so sorry if we have offended anyone. We are genuinely sad. But I feel like when anyone dies, unless it's a terrible tragedy, if you know, like if they're young, it's super yeah, sad. she was it? 96 she and she had, had an amazing flipping life. life. So yeah. it, it's only a celebration as far as I'm concerned. Except yes. for not having a queen anymore, which is annoying. Yes. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so I do the monologue? <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> yes, please. What, Lucy, tell us what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week with Russ and Lily making romantic plans about investing all their savings in a skip next to the canal, drinking coffee while watching the prams float by and treating each other's vials disease. Once Lily had made this snap decision to sink all her money into property with a pedo, she turned her mind to more flippant things, namely what to wear for her induction day at university. Freddie advised her to wear Converse so she didn't look too smart. Smart? In my day, if you're wearing your jeans the right way round, that was seen as going it a bit. Jill had taken on the burden of collecting pants and burying them all over Ambridge, including Eddie's. I would not fancy burying Eddie's pants. They'd fight back, hauling themselves out of the earth, wandering around the village like the undead. What made this idea even yuckier was the undercrack... Uh, was the, the undercracks? Under- oh my god! What made this idea yuckier was the undercracker entombment happening at the same time that Clary was furiously making chutney, <laughs> and the two things have created a very unhappy association in my mind. <laughs> Shay Horobin. Tracy was attempting to have a calm, quiet, supportive word with Chelsea, but within two seconds had got her by the throat and was shouting, what have I always said to you, you moron? (laughs) This is not an unfamiliar scene to those of us who enjoy living with teenagers and the many daily small cardiac arrests they put us through, and they are forever threatening to just go then, as you clearly don't want me here, and I might as well just go and look after myself, but they don't all actually go and do it, unlike Chelsea. (laughs) Teenagers and toddlers are unique in their ability to make you want to hug and throttle them at exactly the same moment on a daily basis. Meanwhile, back at Lower Loxley again, things went from bad to apocalyptic very quickly indeed. After a somewhat hysterical inquiry from Tracy, Lily and half the village had Russ pegged as Chelsea's baby daddy before he'd even had a chance to wipe his hands on his dungarees and adjust his beanie. Jazza was threatening to make him into sausage. 
pork and nonce, and Tilly Lily decided that now would be a smashing time to tell him that she'd shagged lovely Sol, which I personally hope she's going to do a lot more of, but hopefully not on the microphone. Everybody was out looking for Chelsea, including the Rosas. If you're a 17-year-old from Peckham, Chelsea, the Rosas wouldn't give a monkey, so it's nice to see Harrisman getting to grips with it. Tracy explained to him very carefully that Chelsea was pregnant and that the situation required discretion. Be discreet, said Harrisman. Right. Does that mean do tell Fallon or don't tell Fallon? The whole village was involved. It was like the flower and produce show, but with more frowning. Even Freddie Pargeter had posters printed that said, have you seen this grill? Midweek and still no news of Chelsea. Poor old Bradley tried to make things better by continually bringing up scenarios that Tracy hadn't even thought of. Have we thought about axe-wielding maniacs, Mum? That's always a possibility. <laughs> Alistair went to a soft play centre to take his mind off everything, and Jimmus tagged along, taking that moment as they were groin deep in a ball pool to ask Alistair if he felt he'd missed out as a child. <laughs> timing, Jimmus, timing! And we ended the week on a happier note with Chelsea ringing Uncle Jimmers to say she was all right. I'm not going to speculate feverishly about who she may or may not be with, as frankly, I do not have a clue. I just want the Horribins to have a break. And I'm strongly tempted to follow Mr. Newby's lead in his decision to create a rival farming soap opera called The Happy Horribins, in which Tracy wins the lottery, Jazza is given the freedom of Glasgow and a sponsorship deal with Glenfiddich, Brad becomes the next Brian Cox, not that one, the good-looking one, and Chelsea marries Freddie and becomes the Chatelaine of Lower Loxley and turns the whole thing into a spa that knocks gay grables into a cocked hat and everyone else in the village has to live in a bin for a bit that would even up the karmic score i think the end i think the happy horror bins would be the equivalent of el dorado yes who, who was trying to contrast with um eastenders yes, yes. it just might not work <laughs> it's got it's to be dramatic it w- <laughs> but it would be so nice just we'll for a few for weeks. A, we'll tune in for a week and then we'll want yeah. some terrible... Yeah, then they'll all be getting accident. on our nerves because they're all too happy. But yeah. I just think they deserve... A, they yeah, just, but it's... Mm-hmm. Don't you worry, Lucy. Something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is going to be great. It's going to be great. Something. A big, are you doing happy jazz ending. hands? You are, aren't you? I was, yeah. I was, I was straining. Um, You're back <laughs> on the loo again, are you? Well, yes, quite frankly, <laughs> and literally, I am. <laughs> um, it, it's going to be fun, but I, I love this storyline, and I actually felt. A, I mean, we can't can't keep bringing it up, but uh, it was it was sad timing for the archers, wasn't it? The um, death of our yes. beloved monarch, because it was so good, and then they had that thing of like, oh shit, we can't play the next episode. Yeah. But I think they played it for about 10 minutes and then they took it off and then it was on sounds, it was on um, the next day, but it doesn't seem to be on sounds now. Oh. So if, if you missed it on the uh, Thursday or the Friday, then I think you've missed it until the omnibus. Oh, okay. Mm. Don't worry, it's all going to be fine. There's going to be a happy ending eventually. Do you think? Do you think she's going to have the baby? Where is she though? No, I think there is no baby. Ah. I think... Someone else has said that. Can I read you this email? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Anne Petrie Mm. said, My predictions for what it's worth. Chelsea is going to arrive back in Ambridge at Alistair's party. Also, I think pregnancy turns out to be false alarm. Yeah. However, before, not before destroying Ross's reputation as Chelsea confesses that she and him did have a one-night stand. Ooh. 
best wishes from new listener Anne. Hello, new listener Anne. Oh, um, hi, new listener Anne. Well, my friend Martha, who... Well, I don't know if she does listen to the podcast. She pretends she does. But she actually texted me. We never talk about the Archers. But then she texted me to say, uh, what do you think's going on? Do you think Russ could have got him pregnant? And I said, I think it's now a red herring because it's mm. so obvious. Mm. This was before him and Lily split up. But then she said, it's convenient that Lily's been unfaithful, but I think he gave up too quickly to be innocent. But maybe Freddie sounding relieved, no eyes on him. Intriguing. Well, yes, there was a there was a sort of... um. When you go, oh, right, fine. Right, well, if you've made up your mind, so let's not even talk about it anymore then. Before he said, well, no, he did say, of course I didn't. Yeah, but, I don't but, think he did. No, I don't think he did, because as you said, I think it's a bit too and, obvious. And but, then I think then we'd have to write Russ off completely, and yeah. I don't think that... I, I, I imagine the archers wouldn't want to do that. It is interesting, though, isn't it? That, that thing about, you know, people say when a man marries his mistress, he just creates a vacancy. And all that. And that if, if, if you're with somebody that left their wife for you, then they'll do it again because that's how, that's how they got you. So that's how they'll get the next one. Oh. And the trouble is with Russ, because of the way that him and uh, Lily got together, he's never, ever, ever going to be able to get away no. from that. No. But so I was feeling sorry for him at that moment and thinking... He yeah he, he he can never he can never be untarnished mm. ever again, but then when Tracy was like, and we let this you know no one blinked an eye did they when he came mm. into the village and mm. you know but and then you're like well yes he did groom her to an extent yeah. Yeah. and and he she was his pupil yeah he should have stayed away so then um, it sort of made me reconsider that relationship again yeah it's a really difficult one isn't it yes because, yeah because she was like just because they're in love it's fine and it's difficult also because I'm currently listening to um have you listened to the teacher's pet podcast yes Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Because that's also playing yeah. alongside the arches with me yeah. at the moment. I keep getting everything muddled up, and it's all taking a bit of a dark turn. <laughs> but it does make you remember that yeah. Russ was her teacher, yeah. and that is not on. I mean, I presume you went to school a lot later than me, but oh, it was rife. Teachers yeah. copping off with yeah, and it yeah. wasn't a massive deal, was it? No, and we it was absolutely on a daily basis that the sixth form girls who were. 16, 15, yeah, fifth year, fifth year, lower sixth, would get comments from male teachers all the time. Uh, they'd, the boys would discuss their sex lives with the, with the teachers about girls that were sitting in the class. Um, you know, there was, there was a boy, um, a pupil um, uh, was sexually harassing a, te- a female teacher, you know, it was it yeah. was absolutely all over the shop. But the school when I did the school governor stuff, you wouldn't believe how many rules and things that Russ broke. Well, that's the thing to do especially... what he did with 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 Lily. He should just as soon as you even think that the the pupil may like you yeah. more than you should just back off. They, yeah. You change classes if necessary. You, you know, you are ultra, ultra, ultra controlled and you write everything down. You don't, you're not on your own with them in the class. There has to be someone else there. You know, door I mean, always open. He, 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 I guess, assumed it was okay because she was 
over the age of consent. Well, she wasn't. Was she six? Was she seventeen or eighteen? I can't remember. But she was at college, wasn't mm. she? So seventeen to, then. to him, like, yeah. I mean, because that is so young. Well, actually. that's William's age. I mean, yeah, you know, it, you're you're so vulnerable at yeah. that age. Yeah, and everybody knows that a person in a you know the status thing is yeah. going to massively affect your feelings for someone so you just as a teacher yeah it's it's disgusting mm. and he didn't get he got he got well he did get fired didn't he yeah but anyway regardless no, he left. of all that oh did he, he? Left. yeah okay yeah whatever i, I think, think he left because he knew he was going to be fired so he just sort of but now that they're sort of, you know, in a, in it were in a stable relationship, but it all, all seemed that it was actually fine. Or, you know, that's sort of, we forgot, didn't we, basically. Mm. And that, so I thought it was quite interesting that Tracy brought it up again. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that scene was great with um, Russ and Lily and Tracy. Yeah. And I thought, yeah. you know, it was brilliantly played. Yeah. But he did give up quite easily. And I, I almost felt sort of sick for Lily. You know, you have that horrible feeling in the pit of your stomach when she went out and she was just talking to Freddie and she said, do you think he, do you think he did it? And if you're even questioning that in your head, you shouldn't be with the person, should you? Because you're... No, No, because you can't ever try... Because you you know... Completely. Yeah, because you know that he lied to get you, you know exactly what he's capable of to get somebody else. That's the awful thing. No, it was that awful thing of when he came back and he was just going, oh my God, it was so difficult. Yeah. And you could just feel her her stomach just being repelled. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really good. He said, come and have a cuddle. And she was like, no, I don't want to. Come and have a cuddle, money penny. Ugh, gross. All disgusting, but very good drama. Very yes. good drama. And then I liked the scene. Do you think the soft play scene was our light relief? I don't know. Was it, was it deliberately played for comic effect? I thought it was. I didn't know what the hell was going on. No, I didn't really yeah. understand. I know Chelsea's a hairdresser. Why would she just not? You can, for God knows, she could just give a false name and take a cash in hand job as a hairdresser absolutely anywhere. Why would she need to pick up a childminder in a ball pool? Yeah, thing? I just couldn't understand what the, what the, what the rush now was for setting it in a soft play centre, unless it was for com- comedy value. Because it, it was just Jimus's kind of total <laughs> astonishment that places like this existed. And then the immediate <laughs> angst that he'd somehow... I thought he was going to say to Alistair, would you like to go to the safari park at the weekend? You know, we could go to... Go to no, would when, you like a sticker? <laughs> when Alistair went, there she is. She's behind that blue inflatable triangle. Yeah. Let's go. And you can imagine them both running. Uh, <laughs> wading, <like> wading <laughs> through plastic balls and... Climbing up those slippery <laughs> poles. Because <laughs> that would have been good, wouldn't it? If there'd been a sort of chase. I mean, that's weird for a start. Two elderly gentlemen chasing a teenager <laughs> around a ball pool is no, slightly they odd. Got, they definitely would have got marched off the premises, those two. Because <laughs> so, anything no children more suspicious. With you. Out you go, gentlemen. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't have even been allowed in. <laughs> Looking for a young girl, are you? I bet you are. Get out. How young? Get out. <laughs> um, Laurie Jones has emailed us. Hi, Laurie. Uh, with another theory. Chelsea went to see Blake. They hit it off. <gasps> she's a sly one. Stop it's probably it. been too long for him oh to be the God. father unless she's been meeting up with him clandestinely. So good. This is most likely wrong, but I liked Blake and want him to come back. That is absolute genius. I think that is brilliant. 
she's do, got, do we she's think that the, that, the, that the father is somebody that we know oh mm. because you because you reckon there's not a father because there's not a baby oh no hang on because who was it on twitter let me see because i retweeted it who said it's josh and i thought that was josh yes because hold it hold it oh i've retweeted so much queen stuff i'll never be able to find this uh queen stuff queen stuff oh yeah so um david hinsman just listened to the episode of the rave again july the 1st 2022 and omg it's josh six retweets 67 likes because do you remember when there was the rave yeah her and josh also had a they had a scene together but josh was too busy worrying about ben he was absolutely yeah Yeah, but he did him and chelsea had a there was i remember it there was sort of a conversation or something and that could be you know like well it's like miss marple isn't it it's the sort of character that's only in it for five minutes Mm. is always the murderer and the red herrings are the obvious ones i and that would actually sort of work out wouldn't it although Mm. pip got pregnant Mm, yeah maybe not okay i just thought that was a very very interesting i'd completely forgotten there was even a scene with josh and exactly chelsea we'd, all, at the rave. we'd all forgotten but he listened back i just clever. remember lily going off and buying the drinks russ staying with chelsea and lily were... bumping into sol and saying no 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 no! i love russ i'm really happy yeah but there was blah, also blah. a chelsea josh scene ah yeah well we should probably listen back Mm. I just retweeted it because I thought it was great, but I didn't bother listening back. But I believe you, David. So runners and riders are Blake, Josh, or no baby. But I think going to see Blake to sort of get comfort and shelter is yeah to get away from it. Yeah. But then either it's a false alarm, which I hope it is. I hope it's mm. um, you know I hope the baby's safe if she is pregnant. But hopefully it's just a phantom pregnancy yes. or something. Yes. That would be much easier for everybody to deal with. It really would. But I think the village, like the listeners, are enjoying the drama. <laughs> they love a poster, don't they? They love photocopying a poster and handing them out. I just love the fact that the whole village is marching around with posters and the other, no, half the village is marching around and the other half is burying their underpants. <laughs> just thinking, oh dear, sublime well, to the very disappointed in Richard White. <laughs> <sighs> you know, because because I because yeah, they were like, oh yeah, Richard Richard Thwaite's taking some posts. I loved the fact that yeah. Richard Thwaite came back into it, having slagged off Chelsea. I thought it was so good. <laughs> That's the thing, isn't it? The whole village gets involved because everybody, no one can resist a drama. Yeah. Except half of them are going, yeah. Well, she brought it on herself, didn't she? Yeah. She's probably pregnant. But it is it is exactly what Bradley said. You know, Bradley's. Gonna... I know he's super intelligent, but he comes across a bit dim at times, doesn't he? Well, he's just a bit emotionally a bit unintelligent, wide-eyed. isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's just sort of in my in my head. You know, Millhouse off The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. That's who I imagine. Yeah. That's what I think he looks like. Yeah, and also he loved because he was talking to Susan about his course and going, yeah, because we've got a lecture on EPQ, and she was like, and she just went. Don't tell me what no. that is, Brad. I don't care. I'm not interested. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's about. Uh, oh, is it now? Just fry the bacon, Bradley. And he's, I love the fact as well that he's always hungry. Whatever. They found Chelsea's dismembered corpse. Are you hungry, Brad? Yeah. 
He is very, very cute. cute. And then what about his dad? Dirty, dirty, dead. You could have written that. What a horror man Any one of us could have written that scene. Yeah. There was no way Den wasn't going to ask for some money. Yeah, and it wasn't exactly nuanced, was it? (laughs) I am a bad man. I should not be allowed anywhere near you. I was horrible to your mother. That's why she left me. I made her feel inadequate. That's why she's got no self-confidence. Can I borrow £200? You're rich, you'll do, you know. I could be a better father to you if I had £200 to bend my car. Yes. And poor Brad fell for it, didn't he? Bless him. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back from your ad break. Oh, very good. Like you were thinking down. there, lady. No. And we've been... I've been running around restarting things. Sorry, Harriet. Sorry. No, it's great. No, it's great because I've caught up with all my WhatsApp school chat stuff. Brilliant. Glad I could be of um, service. Yeah. Yeah. I've been putting some hilarious comments to some really serious questions. (laughs) Oh, I bet you're popular, aren't you? (laughs) Don't don't ask that, Carmichael. Really annoying. Well, it's a new WhatsApp because Eliza flippant. started a secondary school, so uh, it's it's new. Yeah, it's just new. It's a new WhatsApp because obviously, quite rightly, people are worried about what sort of length the sock should be, and I, I sort of think if it's the wrong length, we'll just they'll tell us. Yeah. But anyway, so I don't obviously write that. I just write hilarious little comments <laughs> that are sort of matey and. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think people just find me really annoying. No, I try and stay off it as a rule. Like as you care. Rule. Yes, yes, exactly. Join <laughs> and mute. That's my the two stages of WhatsApp. Join. Hello, everybody. Mute them. That's it. Never answer again. <laughs> no, it was accidental because there was a convert. There was a thread on school shoes, and I said someone said they're not allowed patent school shoes. So I said, well, that's a step too far. Then realised it was a pun. <laughs> All right, Team Vines, bloody hell. Literally, people were lolling their pants off. So I, within like five minutes, just became the, the, the funny guy. The comedy, oh my God. It's a I low bar, the I have to say. To keep that up, I mean, I very low. Very, 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 very low. <laughs> but there's a, there's a pressure on me now, Lucy. Yeah, well, you set that entirely up yourself. I don't mind. By, by, by your hilarious punning from the start. <laughs> You're a victim of your own success. 
<laughs> I'm just staying off it. Okay. Anyway, so we're all caught up now, so it's uh, it's fine. It's fine. We all have the right length of sock. Excellent. So Good. Your listeners are reassured. Maffa King will anyway, be relieved. Where were we? Uh, I think well, we better we better go fairly quickly now because my internet's going oh, to yeah. collapse again Sorry. because I'm now running the entire podcast yep. off my mobile phone. So um, um, yeah. before I forget, one other important um, update was that there was a second branded word this week. What converse. was that? Oh, well, they yes. had Marmite last time. This yeah. week they said Converse. It's because they're scrapping the license fee, you see. They just think, oh, sod it. Now we're going to be bought by Channel 4 anyway. Might as well just go for it. <laughs> Next week's going to be... Go for it. The Archers, sponsored by <laughs> Kerrygold. In Ireland. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Kerrygold from Ireland. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Hmm. Um, uh, and they say condoms. Ooh. Did they? They said condoms twice because Tracy quite rightly had a go at Chelsea, I thought. I mean, obviously it's a bit harsh, but she had been kind up to that point. Yeah. About, you know, you you, you do wear a condom. And then Lily got a condom in her freshers pack. That's right. And then Russ did a sort of eeky thing about, don't forget you're with me. And we don't use condoms, Lily. Not anymore, Russy, Russy. (laughs) I refuse to use them, Lily. It's like yeah. having a anyway. shower with your wellies on. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> odious twat. Anyway. Um... Oh, can I just say one more thing? Mm-hmm. Freddie said Tuesday and Lily Tuesday. said something like Tuesday. They both have that written to say Radio Tuesday. Mm. No one says that anymore, do they? No one says Tuesday, except on the radio. My Australian friend finds it hilarious that I say fifth. It's the fifth of September <laughs> rather than fifth. And she said, geez, how do you, yeah, she says, how do you guys have time for all that? And I said, what? She said, you know, all the consonants and everything. (laughs) I don't know anyone who says whatever you say. Fifth. The fifth. (laughs) You should go on the radio. Henry the fifth. Fifth. It's not fifth. There's a foot in it. Twice. Charles the third. (laughs) Cahals. Anyway. uh, It's It's like saying if I do ads and you have to say text, texts, yeah. it's a very hard word to say texts. on the radio. Yes. Texts. Yes. Anyway, too many consonants that all sound the same. <laughs> consonants, well, not is consonants. It, has the flower and produce been cancelled? <laughs> oh, now? has it? Well, I mean, Chelsea's run away and, and the, the Queen's, Queen's died. died. Mm. I'm interested to see what they're going to do as yeah. a tribute because they're going to have to do something amazing. Alan will have Alan. Alan they'll wheel Alan oh, out, God. won't they? And he'll do they'll, one of oh his brain be a Sunday special, whinnying speeches from the pulpit again. <laughs> Jill might say something wobbly. Yeah, and maybe they'll get Peg, Peggy back from retirement yeah. just for a special um, episode. That'd be good. She could just come back and go, "I won," and then any <laughs> <Very> good dear. <laughs> I still won. Did you see that she wrote into the Sunday yes, Times or something? I think you'll find Mr. Dimbleby. Is, oh, I love me. her. She How is could, class, that woman. Just when you thought you couldn't love her enough. Yeah. Very classy lady. Yeah. Very, very excellent. Uh, right. And now let's go over to Radio Borsetshire. Borsetshire. Radio Borsetshire. Colin, Colin, I need to talk to you. 
What do you mean, no? Where are you going? Also, that man with funny trousers on front desk, he has gone too. Oh, you're striking? Striking what? Oh, I see. Well, that is good. Democracy. In Eurovisia, we cannot strike or they take away all our goat. Never mind, Colin. You go striking and I will run the show myself. Yes, yes, I can. I can do the desk. He's only pushing a knob. I've done that before. Off you go. Oh, Colin, what are you strict about? They take away subsidised jacket potato. Oh, that is very bad. I support your struck. Up the workers very hard. Colin a seat much too high. My thigh are squished, but he have little spinny spider leg and mine are toned from bending down to pick up air grips. Now, where is Mike Slider? Oh, here it is. Oh, now I sound like that man with the beard who shout at elves. Oh, here we are. That is normal. I sound like me. Hello, hello. This is Febreze, looking like I have just stepped out of the salon because I have. I am running the show today because Colin is exorcising his demographic right to protest about a jagged potato and I am very close behind him, up to my hilt. I am good manager and do not have industrial actions in my salon. In fact, I do not have many actions at all if Kelly Marie is there. She fell absolutely asleep answering phone yesterday. I saw her do it, but lucky I threw a pot of styling wax at her and she wake up quick and say, Oh yes, madam, is that half a head of eyelids and she was talked to British gas. She is not management material, I don't think, but she is very good at corn removal, so I keep her. And also, she is the only one who remember my spacey NK online password. So, today we are going to have a phone-in about learning new experience. For example, today is the first time I am in charge of desk. But am I scared? No. I have got calming thing with me like my honey and chamomile tea. Oh no! My elbow knock it over! Sorry, sorry ladies and gentlemen, I will just mop with tissue. Oh, knob are all sticky now. I will spray with 40 WW. Hold on. Oh, this one I've stick all with honey. Oh, I have nail file in my bum bag. I can't get it back up. Ah, well, it is not stuck anymore, but it is in my hand. I will attach it. Radio Borsage. This old Oh, that is the birthday song. What did I press to get that? Oh, my seaweed salad rest on the button. Okay, now we should probably have advert while I wipe all 40 WDW of my salad. Colin have all the adverts queued up, I think. You see, ladies and gentlemen, the important thing is that you are prepared to try. I mean, I am prepared to try at producing and look how well it is going. And now we will have advertising break. at the national anthem. It must be other set of buttons over here. Quack, quack. Oops. Hi there, pop pickers. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, could you just talk between yourself for a moment as I am experiencing technical issue. We may have to suspend the broadcast. Colin, Colin, could you stop excommunicating your demagogic right and help me, please, if you are listen, please. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will be discussing fear of failure. Goodbye. Radio Borsetshire. Thank you, Febreze. And now we have an overseas... Oh, wow! We've yes, got an overseas catch-up from our Bush correspondent, <laughs> Tom Peach. <laughs> well, girls, it's been a while since I last spoke to you. During that time, a few things have happened. The whole Peach family came down with the COVID, something terrible, despite being vaccinated up the wazoo. Although technically, I think we were vaccinated in the arm. Um, I've heard that being vaccinated up the wazoo <laughs> is less than helpful. Um, and we visited the UK. We were back in the mother country. That was a strange experience. Most of my contact with the mother country over the last few years has been through the arches. So when I arrived back, I was expecting to see a bucolic landscape with fates and real ale and lovely shows and sheep gamboling in the fields. I was not expecting to see people dr drowning in their own sweat in a 40 degree heat, planes not landing properly, rails buckling, and quite frankly, a mode of shit to keep the French out. I'm not saying your new leader Liz is gonna do any better, but really, can't get much worse, can it? There's always space for you over here in Australia. Just don't come by boat. We don't like that anymore. And as you may recall, one of the things I do for fun is I teach playwriting as part of the local theatre. And can I just say to the actors scriptwriters, I'm not disappointed, I'm angry. How dare you create a character like Chelsea? Somebody who's complex, loving, fun, has a strong moral core, has her own ideas, has a fantastic voice, and then treat her with such a, an EastEnders-like disdain for her character development. I mean, pardon my French, but for fuck's sake, what are you doing? And to add insult to injury, clearly it's going to be Russ's, isn't it? I mean, who else has she spoken to? It's not going to be Brad. It's not going to be Jazz's. It's not going to be Oliver's. Or could it be Alistair's? No, I don't think so. So, George, other potential sperm donor for that particular horrific storyline but now nah, it's going to be russ that's why russ wants to spend all his money run away get a bolt hole somewhere he's not going to have to see chelsea or his little ankle biter anymore jesus guys come on grow up now i believe the last baby to be had outside of a traditional relationship in the Arches was the little pipsqueak and what happened there love the family Everybody put their arms around her. She maintained a good relationship with the baby daddy. And all seems golden. So what are we going to happen to Chelsea, though? Nah, we're going to have abortion. We're going to have distress. We're going to have lack of money. We're going to have a mum falling out with her. We're going to have Jazza getting all moralistic. All this crap is going to go on. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to go all Wolf Creek on your asses, but sort yourselves out. Now, the pants storyline. Am I the only one who just doesn't understand what the fuck is going on with that? I mean, you put your pants in the soil and then you dig your pants up. 
I find it hard to believe that you guys don't have anything better to do. Is there nothing on the television? Is there nothing at the cinema? Is the Tory leadership election that bad that you'd rather go out and watch your pants rot than have anything to do with it? Now, for me, what I'd like to see happen is for Russ to do the decent thing. Russ, looking at you here now, Chief. We know you've got a, uh, how should we put this, a type for the slightly younger young lady. I'm not saying what I think I think I'm saying, but I might be saying what you think I'm saying, if you know what I mean. From the depths of the bush. Wow. Cheers, Tom. Cheers, Pom. Tom, you're all... Oh, that was a slip of the tongue. <laughs> you old Pom. We know he's a Pom. Do we know that officially? We do we know do. that officially, yes. Yes. Um, if you'd like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level. And you're going to get an exciting... Um, aren't the Patreons... When are we doing oh, yes. exciting... Uh, we're going to send out meeting. dates soon and then all our Patreons can come and have a chat with us. Yay. We will do a Q&A. Can natter, we have a chat with them? Yes. Good. It will be a two-way thing. Good. Ooh. Yes. It won't, be like a, it, won't be like a, it won't be like a Hollywood panel where we just sit up there on a, on a, on a, on a, on a platform looking uncomfortable where they fire awkward questions at us. I hope it's not going to be like that anyway. Or like anyway, there's a quick-fire TikTok video. Yeah. Favourite breakfast? Um, um, um. When did you last wash your hair? <laughs> What's your most secret piercing? <laughs> um, oh, I feel sick. Is it the skirt in my, the pin in my kilt? I don't know. <laughs> uh, 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 shall I go again? Yes, because it's you red. Can, okay. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and at Odd Ambridge. Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze, or you can email us at embridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. Do you know what Andrew Horn messaged me and said? You know there's an easy way round your Twitter problem where you can't say... Oh, yeah. <laughs> at, 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 and, and, at, and I, I said, oh, yes, and then completely forgot to use it. So let me find his thingy, and I'll tell you what his suggestion was. Because it was good, although I was... Uh, d- completely perplexed as to what the hell he was talking about because I didn't I thought what it didn't make sense at, at, right what's wrong with that at he said we are on twitter at on Ambridge oh that's so good so good so good okay so he we are on twitter at on Ambridge very good yeah. uh yeah yes Thank you, Andrew. We'll do Thank that. Thank you. Thanks, Lizzie Dad. writes for a living. <laughs> <coughs> yes, you read for one. Ha, ha, ha. And now over to Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Ooh, who has exciting. Pre- this is such a... You won't remember this, but I don't either because it is from a very long time ago. Okay. But it was a programme called Housewives' Choice. And it had an incredibly catchy theme tune. And this is the very catchy oh, theme tune. Lucy, mm-hmm. should we dedicate it to our beloved former... No, hang on. Our beloved... Queen, Her Majesty. The Housewife's Choice. The Housewife's Choice. Okay.
Oh, if that doesn't put a smile on your face. I bet she'd never had a tribute like that before. <laughs> I can imagine her listening to that with the corgis, yapping at her side. Yes. Well, smiling at her side. Or, All the well, dead ones that she's now reunited with. Oh, Lucy. Because she only had one left, didn't she? Well, who were all those corgis that were coming down from Balmoral on a plane? Oh, I don't know. That was the family. (laughs) (laughs) That was just gorgeous, Matt. It was. And very timely, because I genuinely think that is a great tribute to Her Majesty the Queen. Because Housewife's Choice must have been from the 50s or something. Yes, it was, 40s and 50s. I I recognise the tune. Yeah. ดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูดูด
now because of flipping turmeric that doesn't come out of anything ever. Oh, it never comes out your nails, does it? Nope. So I now look like I smoke 50 a day and I've got a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> kitchen. So... Do you want to buy me a house? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It smells nice, doesn't it? <laughs> I could just Wait, be a barge. What... <laughs> the virgin's not very reliable, <laughs> but... Uh... That's virgins for you. <laughs> Okay, have a lovely week, everybody. But I'm on the radio. (laughs) Nick Berry came once. Never returned. (laughs) Nick, if you are listening, do buy her house. It's absolutely gorgeous. Please buy my house. How do you know? You haven't seen my house. I know, I know, I just did. I can imagine. Have you how been stalking that... on Right Move? Everyone seems to present. I saw your house on Right Move. I'm like, how did you? Oh, oh I get a look. I literally, oh, I haven't even done that yet. I'm going to do that. Okay. I don't even know where your house is. I don't mean Essex somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just give out my address on the podcast, shall we? That would be good. Thanks. S. T D for yeah, anyway. Um so yeah, see you next week. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely week, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Lucy. Good luck. Thank you. Fingers crossed for this week. Oy, thanks. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.